Yes, we are one episode away from 100 episodes of Enhancing Human Experience, but let's not make a big thing about it, all right? It's not that big of a deal. Honestly, when I first started this venture, I didn't really think about getting to 100 episodes. I was really more shooting at 80 episodes, and the reason for that is because John Lee Dumas, who runs the Entrepreneur on Fire podcast, which is phenomenal, absolutely amazing, you learned so much from that uh, episode or from that series, said that he didn't really feel like his podcasts were getting good or were actually really valuable, high value, until he got to episode 80. So that was kind of this like target in my mind. And of course, I, I don't know whether they're good yet. Some of them are good. Some of them aren't good. Some of them I don't even want to publish. But, you know, I have to publish them. You know, I have to keep chunking forward. And hopefully, hopefully that you find some value here and there and definitely within the guests because all the guests that I have come on and share their story, I am super grateful for their taking the time out of their schedules to come and share with us because that's what it really is all about, right? It's sharing best practices for living and for business and for getting more of what you want in life. All those good things that we want, we all have something to share and something to add to like the common collective, the common good. And so hopefully you've gotten something from at least them. I know that I have, and it's been incredibly like enriching and beneficial just to have them as those people as guests and get your feedback and you know the all of the good things that happen when we come together and share these best practices. So talking about the 100th episode, I was talking with my friend Alejandro Anastasio the other day and he runs he hosts One Hand Speaks, the storytelling podcast, which is really more than a storytelling podcast, right? He is an incredible human being. He's been on the podcast a couple times, and I've mentioned his stuff. I used to practice Aikido with him. We've become good friends. We do digital projects together. We've um, kind of come through the ranks of building online courses and doing a lot of other digital stuff, learned a lot. So we, we hang out pretty frequently. And I asked him the other day because he's coming up on 100 as well. And I said, Hey, are you going to do something big for your 100th episode? And he kind of looked at me and he's like, you know, I hadn't really even thought about that. The, th- the honest truth is that both he and I kind of feel like we're sometimes just like under the gun just to get the podcast out every week, let alone plan some 100th episode extravaganza for <laughs> for like anything. You know, there's, there's not the time per se to do that. But I would love to have something like that. I would love to do like some big thing, you know, that is like super fun and hopefully super beneficial and super valuable and entertaining to you. But I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, one episode away, I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, I would love to have a rebrand, a refresh come out at the 100th episode. I don't know if I'm going to hit that. I'm currently in the process of rebranding all of my YouTube stuff, my thumbnails, my kind of um, pictures, the album art that you see up on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your podcast. Definitely want to rebrand the album art. But all that stuff takes a chunk of time in addition to, you know, 
producing the podcast every week, doing some of the other stuff that I'm doing, particularly what I'm going to talk about here in a minute, Focus and Flow on the Focus and Flow products and apparel for conscious creators, which I am super passionate about. Um, digital courses, digital products, books, all these things. That just takes time to you know, do a rebrand and a refresh in amongst that. So what will happen on the 100th episode? I don't know. Um, I'm going to try to make it super awesome. I'm going to try to do something fun, but we're only a week away and, you know, there, therein lies the, the challenge. Let's just put it that way. I definitely am going to be using a lot of what we're going to talk about today on the podcast, which is the awesome power of intent, setting a conscious, positive intention for what you want to have happen in the day ahead, in the week ahead, the month ahead, the year ahead. We're going to talk about intention and some of the ways that I've used intention and like have been literally blown away because of how that works, right? I'm sure you've had your own experience with intention and setting a conscious intent and then having that miraculously happen, right? Having those things happen. One of the one of the ways that I set a conscious intention and one of the ways that I've been blown away by this idea is before every episode where I'm interviewing people, oftentimes when I'm just doing a solo episode like this one, but definitely before every episode when I'm interviewing people, it's either in person or remotely, I set this conscious intention to have that episode be super valuable and helpful and like way valuable to the person that I'm interviewing, to you, the listener, and to me, myself, you know, have every one of us involved, have our consciousness grow, um, have new awakenings and new awareness and new understanding of ourselves and the world and how we operate in the world and what we're supposed to be doing here. I set this like three-way conscious intention to make it a win-win-win for everyone involved, myself, my guest, and you, the listener. And hopefully that comes through. I got to tell you, when I do that, I am blown away by the ease in which those episodes go off, right? And the way they flow and the questions that come about in the right way at the right time so that my guest can share their wisdom and knowledge with us and we can learn and they can have better understanding. That's when it really gets good. And so I'm going to share with you a couple of quotes some ideas about intention that you can put in your daily rituals and use whenever you want to have a really positive outcome and kind of call the day or call the moment or call the event, you know, as Babe Ruth did when he would, um, you know, point to the stands with his bat and like call the home run, right? I think about that quite often. So ultimately, when you do that, you can have the outcomes that you want be super in alignment and super in flow with the experiences that you want and the outcome and the end result. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about how to actually set that intention. Some of the ways that I've done it in the past, some of the ways that I've heard people do it and seen people do it to get those results. But ultimately, I want you to take away from this episode practical, tangible ways to set this conscious intention. Before we get into talking about the practical ways, let me share a couple of insights and ideas with you, quotes, about intention. The first one is from a book that I was turned on to by a good friend of mine. This book was not on my radar 
Um, I don't know why. It's super awesome. It's got a lot of insights into the human experience about why we're here, how to deal with life, how to, you know, have better, more optimal experiences. It's called Bringers of the Dawn, Teachings from the Pleiadians, and it's by Barbara Marciniak. I hope I said her last name right. It's M-A-R-C-I-N-I-A-K. And this is an amazing book, and I will admit, if you're somewhat, I guess, mainstream, like like I am, <laughs> this book is going to be a little bit far out there. They talk about some crazy ideas and some crazy things that are going on, and just be prepared for that, but it is really, really good. In this book, let me give you a little backstory here. The person who helped compile this book was an assistant or a friend of this uh, Barbara, the, the person who channels these Pleiadians and downloads this knowledge, right? This this uh, information. And she was tasked with putting together all of these manuscripts that the Pleiadians, you know, channeled through Barbara. And it was a lot, right? It's a That's a monumental, daunting task. And so initially she was kind of distraught about it. She was like, this seems really overwhelming. I'm not sure if I can do this. This doesn't seem fun. What the heck is going on? How am I ever going to get this done? Right. All those ideas are going through her brain, just like goes through all of our brain when we have this big, almost insurmountable task. But she reached a point in time when she had this kind of epiphany and she got out of her own way and allowed it to be done, allowed, you know, this book manuscript to be put together. And she used the power of intention. And I'm going to read this little passage to you. And it's one of the things that I think about all the time whenever I set my own conscious intention and just when I think about intending in general. So let me just read this section and then we'll talk about it. I had another book reading and told the Pleiadians how pleased I was with the new process and how much fun it was. They said, it is the beginning of receiving direct guidance in how to do things. The more you say, I relinquish control, I don't know how to do this, the more the energy will come in. As you get out of your own way, it will be easier and easier. All you need to do is intend. The more intending you do, the easier it will become. Later on, when the book is put together and many ask how you did it, we want you to say that this is the process you used. We want you to verify our teachings as you were able to receive them by demonstrating that you believe what we are telling you. So that's a passage from Bringers of the Dawn, Teaching of the Pleiadians. And that section right there, I think about all the time when I do my own intending, where they say, as you get out of your own way, it will become easier and easier. All you need to do is intend. The more intending you do, the easier it will become. Isn't that awesome? That sums up in my like humble opinion, in my perspective, the awesome power of setting a conscious intention. And it can be the intention you set for your for the day ahead, for the event, for an experience, for a week, month, whatever. But setting that conscious intention does a couple of things. It helps us get out of our own way and it helps us live in the end. Again, this is what all the spiritual gurus, all the metaphysicians say, is that when we can place ourselves in the end and set a clear and focused conscious intent, we w- we're going to arrive at that end, aren't we? We're going to get through all of the, I guess, obstacles or challenges, like over, through, around, under, above, all those obstacles and challenges that are going to come into our 
path when we're operating from limited, well, I guess, for, or from a scattered intent, right? From from an or not even setting an intent at all. Have you done this, right? Wake up in the in the day in the morning. Don't set any conscious intention. And how does your day go? Probably not all that great. I know that my days don't go all that great when I do that. But when you set a conscious intent, which I know you've done before in some fashion, how does your day go? It goes super awesome, doesn't it? That Then it just comes down to remembering to set a conscious intent. And you could put this on your morning checklist when you come online and, you know, wake up and start your day that some of the things that you want to practice, whether it's, you know, tuning into some gratitude, making a list of a few things that you're grateful for, making a list of the outcomes that you want to have happen that day, and then setting that conscious intent. But that's when life starts to get really good. It's when we are focused on that outcome and put ourselves into that end result and live in the end. And it kind of helps us to like, make a quantum leap to that experience. And then we get out of our own way. And then it just, we almost fill in the details moving in a backwards, like reverse engineer type of experience. Is that, that's kind of the way that I view it. Uh, We're flowing more into those experiences. You know, like I said, when speaking directly about when I set those conscious intents, conscious intentions to have a beneficial podcast, a beneficial interview with my guest, something that you will take away great value from. That's how it feels is that there's more flow. There's more ease. There's more lightness. It's not overthinking and it's not this constant, you know, questioning or it's, it's not difficult, I guess, I guess sums it up. It's more easy flowing. And again, I'm sure you've had an experience like this in your own life. The other thing I want to share with you about setting an intention is another quote that I love and I keep on my desk. It's it's something that I look at all the time and remind myself of, and it's from Abraham Hicks, right? Uh, Abraham or Esther Hicks channels the beings Abraham. And this is one of the profound quotes on, in, on setting an intent that I keep on my desk. Here it is. Today, no matter where I am going, no matter what I am doing, it is my dominant intent to look for what I am wanting to see. That's a quote by Abraham on the power of intent. And again, as you and I know, if we don't look for what we want, if we don't expect it to show up in our experience, it's not, never going to happen. Because again, the universe is lining up and like reorganizing itself based on what we're projecting in our consciousness and what we're thinking about. We're changing ourselves. We're changing what we're looking for. And then of course, we're going to see that in our day-to-day experience. If we don't set the intent, it's like going adrift on the sea is how I look at it. Our boat is drifting. Our consciousness is drifting. It's grabbing onto or running into anything that is just out there doing its own thing in the universe. And it may be something as inconsequential as, you know, just kind of being, have a little scattered focus, not getting as much stuff done. But when we set that intent to finish a project, to have a better experience, to have a better outcome, to get, get at the end of whatever we want to do and, ha- and feel the way we want to feel and have the experience go our way, then we have set a marker and we've set our sights on something. And then it's just kind of filling in the the, the blanks working back from that experience. And it just flows in a much more easy way. 
So those are two quotes that I think about when I think about the power of setting an intention. Hopefully they'll help you on your journey. I'll also list them in the show notes for this episode at gmarkphillips.com and you can find them yeah, you know, for this episode, episode 99. So as we're kind of wrapping up this episode about intent and then I still want to talk to you about um, this other project that I am super passionate about that's been consuming a chunk of my time. But before we wrap up the intent, let's talk about ways that you can set the intention. My favorite way is to speak it. I love speaking intention, you know, power of the spoken word. This is like Florence Scovel Shin type stuff. When you are saying the words to the universe that, you know, I intend to have a super productive day. I intend to get this project done. It, it will be done. Setting those types of intentions, speaking that word is really powerful because those words carry vibrations out to the universe. Everything tunes up, including yourself, because we need to tune ourselves up in order to get the things we want, right? In order to have the better experiences and produce the outcomes we want. No one else is producing it. We're producing it. We're allowing ourselves to produce it, getting out of our own way. So that's how I look at it is that even though we're speaking the words into the universe, they're really for us, aren't they? Because they're helping us get out of our own way. So my favorite way is to speak the word. My second favorite way is to write the intention, right? And again, this could be done in your morning ritual or in a journaling type process where you write an intention of what you want to have happen. That's a really powerful point of uh, focus as well, right? Putting your pen to paper and writing it down. Really powerful. I don't know which is powerful, more powerful, speaking it, writing it. And since I don't know which one is more powerful, guess what? I do both. Why not do both, right? Write it down, speak it, see it, spend a few minutes visualizing it and living in that end experience, really consciously thinking about not only what you see with your senses and maybe feel and those types of things and hear in those in that experience, but definitely about feeling it. You know, feeling is the secret, feeling is our point of attraction. All the metaphysical gurus talk about it, Abraham Hicks. Neville Goddard, all those folks, feeling, 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 impressing it on our consciousness, feeling, cultivating the feeling within us that we will have when that experience comes to fruition or when we reach that, when we reach that intention, right? When that thing comes to happen. So speak it, write it, see it, feel it, super powerful and can help like impress that intention upon our consciousness, those are the kind of the ways that I, I look at how to do the, how to set the conscious intention. And, you know, hopefully you can put those into your daily practice and get, you know, more benefit out of your own intentions. So that's the awesome power of intentions. Something that I think is really underrated in a sense, but really beneficial to helping us get more of what we want in life and enhancing the human experience as a general whole. So before we wrap up the podcast, I want to invite you, if you haven't already visited focusandflow.co, which is another one of my passion projects, which is all about providing you with products and apparel that A, you're going to love to wear, and B, will help you get more of what you want in life. These are kind of each one is a little bit of a conscious intention in and of itself, right? words and ideas and pictures uh, on shirts and mugs and products and apparel, all sorts of products and apparel. 
that help you tune in to the highest, like the highest ability that you have to create the experiences that you want to have, help you tune into the really high frequencies, the vibrations that you want and get more of what you want in life because that's ultimately where it is. And also some fun. We have some fun there too. It's not all just like um, metaphysical and spiritual stuff. It is, if you've kind of been following me, it's the, I guess, um, the result or the new iteration and the final iteration of the old Enhancing Human Experience store, which actually has been a couple different things since then. And this focus and flow is my, I'm like really passionate about this because as you may or may not know, I've always had a love and a desire to do graphic design and also this um, love of spirituality and metaphysician, metaphysical type stuff. And so it really is the marriage of those two ideas. And so I'm excited to share these ideas with you. I've got a, a lot more designs and a lot more products to share with you that I think you're going to really like and I think you're going to enjoy and get a lot out of. But most importantly, will help you get more of what you want in life. You know, the things we wear make a difference. The things we use make a difference. When you when you use a mug that has high vibration words on it and focuses your consciousness, you're going to have a better experience, right? It's it's not rocket science, but it seems like magic. It's it's not, right? Where where our focus goes, our energy flows, and what we think about expands. When we put those things in, you know, use them and wear them, we're always thinking about those things, right? One of my new, newest uh, introductions to the store is the Preferred Experiences shirt, and I'm about ready to roll that out probably in the next couple of days. I actually have the prototype in the store now at focusandflow.co. There's a couple of minor changes I'm making to that, but the Preferred Experiences shirt is simply... All the experiences, the high-level experiences that we all want in one place. Again, so you can think about it and bring it about, so you can focus on it, let it expand. This, I'm really excited about this one. I've been in, having it in the works for quite some time, and I'm finally you know, ready to introduce it. Like I say, it's in there now, but a couple of minor tweaks. And eventually, it'll be on mugs and on the mini posters, and of course, more shirts, more apparel, anywhere I can to, you know, uh, put it on the apparel and things that are in the store. But I'm really excited about this. And I've been putting a lot of my focus on the Focus and Flow store, taking a little bit of my attention away from my stuff on my website, gmarkphillips.com, or even my other social media. And part of the reason that I've done that is I've, I always kind of felt a little bit, I guess, um, apprehensive, or I don't know, a little bit off sharing some of these things on my personal, which is really my business account at on on my Instagram or my uh, Facebook page, you know, G. Mark Phillips fan. But so this store is where I really share all of that stuff in a really open, um, like un, I guess, abashed way. And so when you go there, expect to see that. I want it to be super valuable. We also have fun. I want to have fun with this stuff. You know, if, if it's not fun and enjoyable, what's the really point, right? <laughs> so um, look for that there. You can find Focus and Flow on Instagram, on Facebook, and even on Pinterest. I've, I did actually pick up my Pinterest, or I'm working on my Pinterest chops, trying to um, building, they're building this store out and getting, you know, up to speed 
on all of the goings on at Pinterest that is a definitely different social platform, a different animal, so to speak. It's a lot different than Instagram or Facebook, but there's some cool things that Pinterest can do and some cool like ways that I can share this information and these products with you on Pinterest. And I'm actually liking it quite a bit. Like I said, if you're a Pinterest user, you know, it's quite different than some of the other social platforms. It has a different quality to it. And I'm really getting into it more and more, especially as I'm you know, promoting some of these things, having fun, you know, uh, displaying this stuff, being kind of a merchant, merchandiser, so to speak. But that's where I've been putting a lot of my time. And so if you haven't checked that out, go check it out at focusandflow.co and check back frequently because more products and apparel are coming online all the time. And I'm always ordering samples to check the quality and check the, you know, the way things are being shown on these uh, shirts and stuff like that and make little adjustments because I want it to be stuff that you want to wear, stuff that helps you tune in and stuff that helps you have better experience in life. Again, the idea behind Focus and Flow is all about the, what many people have said, Tony Robbins is probably the most famous person that energy flows where focus goes. And when you focus on the things and experiences you want to have, you're going to feed them with your creative energy that's flowing through you. And those things are going to come about, right? The other day I was listening to a podcast, the I Love Marketing podcast, which is one of my favorites. And the guest was talking about Earl Nightingale. And I'd forgotten this or maybe I didn't know it at the time, but I'd forgotten this. And he said that Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret is currently the, and and always like has been for quite some time since it was produced, the best-selling spoken word album of its kind uh, of all time. And that prompted me to get my copy out. I have it on CD and also a digital version. Um, it prompted me to get the copy out and listen to it again. But Earl Nightingale had those famous six words that are super beneficial to anyone on the journey who wants to create in a more conscious, deliberate way. And that, those words are, you are what you think you are, right? What What you think you are, you become. And that's really powerful, right? So when we change our self-concept, change our self-image, we start to show up differently in the world. But Earl Nightingale, he kind of was the first to like make that statement in that way to like this mass market uh, and really, really important. So I'm that's one of the things I'm going to be doing over the next couple of days is listening to The Strangest Secret again and kind of refamiliarizing myself with it. But again, really, really powerful. But it's all about helping you get more of what you want in life by focusing, helping you focus on the things and experiences that you want to have, because what you focus on, it definitely is going to expand. So I hope that's beneficial. I hope this episode has helped you and start to like get more and integrate more about the power of intention into your daily ritual and your practice and ultimately become like an intender right? A conscious intender all the time, every day, and constantly setting a conscious intention of the outcome that you want. That's my goal anyway, just because I know how powerful intention, setting intentions is and making a conscious intention. And so my goal is just to be always in the mode of setting a conscious intention so that I can get out of my own way and I don't restrict myself and I don't hold myself back or limit myself in doing the things that I want to do that ultimately will lead to the results that I want. 
So hopefully that's been helpful. Remember, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do that on any of your favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes. Nope, I've already said Apple Podcasts. Um, tune in. What's that third one that I'm missing? Spotify. Spotify is the latest place the podcast is. And of course, also up on YouTube at youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. So that's the podcast. That's the episode. I really do appreciate you for tuning in. And until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.